BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ramble. K-Bye 2020. K-Bye 2020. Pretty Basic. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Pretty Basic. You have your two amazing co-hosts, me, Alicia. And uh, me, Remy. (laughs) Uh, Thanks so much for joining us on our very last episode that is going to happen this year in 2020. Can anyone else just fill me with this? Take a deep breath. (sighs) Let out all of that shit we had to deal with this year Um, it feels like a fever dream it truly does just what was this year thank god it went by fast though Eh, except for march March, honestly it like i can't i can't believe that in a few months it's gonna be march again and i it's gonna feel like we just blinked and a whole year went by i've been in my house for almost a year now isn't that weird to think about? It's so weird. We we had the plan to do our 2020 resolutions because <laughs> that's our annual tradition. 2021 resolutions. 20, so sorry. 2021 resolutions and reflect our 2020 resolutions. That's been our tradition the past few years because we always take a break during winter. So yes, we are taking a short little break here on Pretty Basic, a nice little winter hiatus, if you will. I'm honestly proud of us. We have not only been posting regularly on our main channels, we've been posting Vlogmas, which by the time you hear this, I think we'll have one, two more days left of Vlogmas. Oh 25 gosh. vlogs straight on our vlog channels, as well as this podcast. I don't know how we've how we've done it, but we have. So we're going to take a little sabbatical i'm gonna (laughs) sit and not move for at least three days are you taking a break on anything else or just pretty basic um i for like a week or so i'm gonna take off on everything and then i'll jump back in eventually but i'm like i pre-filmed everything for the main channel so i feel like i'm good but i'm gonna sit and not move for three days on my couch i want to join you with that please my mom mom, every day my mom asked if i had plans this weekend to do something um and I was like, oh, I can't go because I was literally picturing me <laughs> sitting at your house as a starfish on the couch and not moving. That's oh. what everyone deserves after this year. This I know. I'm I'm grateful for that. I, too, am also going to take a break. I think mine's going to be closer to two to three weeks. Love I that. feel like it's going to be two weeks on everything. And then I might do like a vlog here or there. I might be. Ah, no, I need a I need a, ugh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Point being, um, don't unsubscribe from us, but season three is coming so soon. We are very excited. Um, we are definitely going to be having a studio. And I'm just going to say that because I feel like we've we've teased you guys too much over the years. Yeah. 
We're just going to be straight well, up. <laughs> I will say in 2021, top of 2021, we will have a studio. Mm-hmm. We will have merch. It's just going to happen. We got to put it happen. out there. I'm tired. I'm tired of this. It's coming shit. We like, we're so sorry. We had every plan to have a studio in 2020, but obviously we just couldn't. Yeah. I think so. It's yeah. coming. It is coming. It will happen. I just know it. It's coming. It'll happen. We are very, very excited. So anyways, um, we decided to do a little rebrand, if you will, for this episode. <laughs> a Miss Remy rebrand. Because I was sitting, I don't know about you, Rem, I was sitting trying to come up with my 2021 resolutions and my notes app in my phone was pretty much blank, minus a few things, which I'll get into. But my, my resolutions were pretty small and I struggled coming up with anything. And you know me. I've never really been. I think if you were to go back to our first resolutions episode, which was in 2018, I'm oh. pretty sure I said I'm not really a resolutions person. No, you're, yeah. But I started because of this podcast. And when I was thinking about what I wanted to do this year, I really, I decided, we didn't even talk about this. I was like, I think I'm just not going to do any for 2021. I just like, I don't, I don't feel the need to do them anymore personally. Maybe at the end of 2021 we will. But I'm just, this year's just been so nuts. I feel like, I was able to implement a lot more than I was than I normally would have in other years. Yeah. So I'm going to give myself a break. Yeah. I think for me, it just felt weird making resolutions this year. And I don't know if it's because I'm less motivated or things just feel stupid, such as number goals or that kind of stuff, because I feel like we've learned a lot this year in general. And some of the things that would have been on my resolutions list such mm-hmm. as like hitting x amount of subscribers or blah 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 all that just feels so superficial or like just empty like yeah. not not like it just doesn't matter so I I think there's a, a lot that goes into it I also will say for me personally I think the reason I always love new year's resolutions being the three goal setter that I am is that it's a fresh start but I have a feeling this year isn't going to feel as much as I'm saying, okay, by 2020, you know, one day isn't going to change everything. We're still going to be in a pandemic. Like I'm still going to be home. And I think that also is a little daunting. Yeah. Like just, just the unknown is scary. Not knowing how long we're going to be like this. And it's not like, Oh, it's a new year. Like what are your dreams and ambitions? Even just LA in general is normally like the city of dreams and everyone. And they're, it's like, it's weird like that. I feel I actually do feel that when let's say your resolution was to like go and be more social you you can't yes even on January 1st 2021 or like, even going nothing's to gonna change yeah nothing's gonna change in that regard <laughs> working out but can't even go to a gym you can work on yourself <laughs> though yes, yes and yes, like yes. I feel like that's what we've done a lot of this year without even necessarily trying yes. to so I was kind of proud because a lot of my last few years resolutions were be more intentional which I think I've done a pretty good job at definitely would still put that on my list for this year of um being more intentional being off my phone more is something I was so good at until I wasn't and well, I just stayed I, not I think good you're at okay. it you're allowed to right yeah, now yeah yeah I know um one thing I do I, only, I literally only have three things on my list One is to reach out to others more because it is a known thing in my friend group that Alicia is bad at making plans. She doesn't really invite people. And it's not that I don't mean to. I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm all over the place. So I really rely on you or Ollie to make plans. 
and invite me opposed to me being like, Hey guys, like let's do something or Hey, come over for a movie. And like, I'm just so bad at that. So it's something I want to get better at. Um, and you're going to love this one, uh, even though we're, you know, stuck at home and can't really do it that much, which is probably why I feel confident saying it. <laughs> oh, 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 give it to me. I'm like, I think this is the year that Alicia really goes into dating. <laughs> I have to carry my weight on this podcast. I, you, she already has been everyone behind the scenes, <laughs> but I feel that for you too. I, I feel, feel it. it. And this is something I, I hate it. about myself. Why, why does it have to just, I don't know. Like, why can't I decide that a year ago? Why do I have to just wait till it's like now? No. Do you know what I mean? No. No, I mean, that doesn't make sense. No, no, yeah. If a year ago you'd felt it, then you would have done it. You just didn't feel. I like know, it. but how? I feel like I'm not in control. I just like something. Ha- okay, now we're ready. Yeah, now no. We're, I don't know. Is that that's not something that you ever are in control of, though. I know, but that's like, like the the thing is, like when I was forcing myself to date to find a boyfriend, it was the equivalent of you not even dating at all because I wasn't ready and you weren't ready. Oh, uh, neither like of us were ready. The opposite in des- in the the idea of destiny or whatever you believe in. Like there is the reason why I didn't find a boyfriend is because. I wasn't ready, but I was at least putting myself out there. You yeah. weren't ready, but you were just staying home. Girl, you saved yourself from the heartbreak, <laughs> from the from all the, the things that are out there that we have to be careful for, that we use protection for. You 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 were safe at home. She said skirt. She said skirt. She said uh, yes means test.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> .org. I think it was an org. Uh, .org. .org. <laughs> it was an org. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's definitely something. I just want to put myself out oh. there more. I didn't have an STD. I feel like what I just said. <laughs> She's like, wait, like can I, I was like, clarify? I haven't, but everyone should get tested regularly. That's all I have we to were say. All, the only reason we were laughing was because Remy had a brand deal. Never. I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm actually really excited for that. And just, you know, whenever we can meet new people, like just, it's not a big deal, Alicia. You know what I mean? So I'm excited for that. Honestly, I was trying to even think of work resolutions and one thing that I have decided is I do think I want to like hire people more. Like I think this year was like my least stressful year of Vlogmas ever. Yeah. Giving up control. Giving, delegating, giving mm-hmm. up control. And I think that's something that's really hard for me, but I've, I'm starting to genuinely see the benefits. Even the fact that I didn't even skip a main channel upload in December is insane to me. And I think I definitely am in a position where I'm like, hey, like, let's hire someone else and you know there's upcoming projects and stuff and I'm like where is that like where do I need the most help is what I'm trying to figure out now but I am really excited to um you know employ someone else and like make shit happen something cool about that that I feel like I realized too is like it's almost a bit of an ego when you're like I can do it myself well I don't yeah need, it's like yeah. a little bit of a beat to your ego when like we've been doing everything by ourselves for so so many years and you think you're the best at everything but then when you really do hire a graphic designer you're like holy shit this is all yes. we do and this is their expertise their area of expertise like yeah they can do it so much better than I ever could and then you hire like an editor and it's like oh my god like every, like that's what they're good at so yeah that's what they're pursuing their career in yeah and so I feel like once I started realizing that I was like oh my god like I can outsource and it can be better. Yes. It will be better. Exactly. There's two positions I'm thinking of right now. One is secret. Can't talk about, but we did interview someone today. Which is exciting. <gasps> um, I know. And then the other one is to run the socials for shop Leisha Marie Instagram. Cool. So hopefully by that, you know, I know, I know that'll happen, but um, yeah, that was lit. I literally was sitting there looking at my list and I was like, this is a shitty ass, like new year's resolution. Oh, that list. List? That's like, those were the only things that I could really think of. So then 
then we figured, you know what? Why don't instead, this was such a special year in many different ways. I would much rather talk about what we've learned in 2020. I wait. I, I found my 2020 resolutions list, though. And oh, right. I want to go through. Okay, okay. Let's I want to go through. I just want to read. It was very short. I don't remember this episode, but I wrote it at December 21st, 2020 at 632 p.m. <laughs> during Vlogmas. I wrote, don't let people walk all over me. Let people back in. Set boundaries. Communicate better. Be aware of all of my accomplishments. Let go of the past and anxiety tactics. So I'm sure I was just working on those sorts of things which I actually think I did all of these things I think so too oh my god I just thought about the one you said let people back in yeah yeah like you and friends yeah I let people back in I I'm I feel like this pod I was talking about this a little bit with you yesterday how this podcast is so great but it's slightly triggering for me in the way where like we talk about the past so much yeah. that it can actually make things linger a little longer than you'd like or bring up past things that you want to forget. Mm-hmm. But I've been able to kind of separate myself from talking about them as just memories and letting them really bother me. Versus like this is who you are now. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I used to uh, drive home from the studios after recording this podcast and I would be a wreck because things would be bothering me so much because I brought them up again in my brain that's exactly how therapy can be sometimes because it just it can be so emotionally taxing and there's been plenty of pretty basic episodes where afterwards I'm so mad we recorded in the beginning of the day because all day it makes me like kind of down it lingers around yeah I feel like now I've let myself I've started a new tactic where I can talk about the things because of course they're part of my past it's a part of my life that I you know, lived through and I need to be able to talk about those things. It's it's healthy too. But then if throughout the day it starts to creep in and linger and bother me, I remind myself it's like a reality check, which I guess could be a good anxiety, mm-hmm. anti-anxiety tactic of like remembering like where I am now, how far I've come and how I'm not going to let these past thoughts intrude on anything and mess up anything that's going on in my life currently. Mm-hmm. So I've been really good at that. And I feel like I wouldn't have been able to tackle all these things had I had I not had so much time by myself this year I think that I I mean full disclaimer right now obviously COVID and the pandemic there are like huge things happening in the world but there have been some silver linings and I think that is one of them so obviously we're not diminishing any of the actual horrible things that have happened this year But it is cool being able to reflect and look at those silver linings being like, wait, like if I wasn't sitting at home by myself, I wouldn't have thought about this or you know what I mean? So that's like that quick little disclaimer. But yeah, I I even have some things, too, that I feel like I would have never learned if it wasn't for this year. Yeah, completely. Let's just get into it. Let's get into it. Everyone grab some tissues if you want. Coffee, martini, uh, (laughs) vodka soda. Whatever, Tito's Crystal Light. Tito's Crystal Light, whatever matcha, you know, whatever drink you would like to drink. Um, and I would love to also hear what you guys have learned from 2020. Literally send us a video, tag us on Instagram at Pretty Basic Official. Literally anything. I am really excited. I feel like it'll, it'll just be cool to like hear everyone else's um, things. Number one thing I've learned in 20, well, not the number one thing. The first thing I've learned in 2020 is something I think everyone can relate to. You're just not guaranteed tomorrow. Oh, I know. Damn. I know. Deep. We're going on deep right away. That's true. I think that's something even recently I've been realizing. um, I don't know. I feel like, of course, I've had a whole bunch of anxieties with um, 
friends and family getting COVID, even friends and family who have gotten COVID. And it's just so scary. And yes, you know, the survival rate is a lot. It's huge. At the same time, though, it's like, what if, you know, like you don't know, you don't know when the last time you're going to see someone I've even had just not anyone super close to me, but friends my, my parents have or whoever pass away this year. And you just never know, like you never know. Um, and I think that's just something that, you know, there were some times in quarantine where I was definitely depressed and kind of just like, like, oh, I have to go to sleep again or like, oh, I have to do tomorrow again. Like, oh, I have to do this every day kind of moments and thinking. And, you know, obviously that can get toxic and that can be heavy and, and hard to deal with. But it's true. Like, you don't know, you know, so to live out each day to its fullest has been a good reminder this year. I think... Yeah. Sorry. That was no. so we're getting dark. No, so that quick. was really good. I think um I think something that correlates with that that I have on my list is that everybody is going through something. I literally have that exact same thing written down, all caps. Everyone is dealing with shit, not just COVID. It's well, I feel like this year alone. I feel like I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have been a lot more personal and like opening Empathy up with too. everything. Yeah, learning about just being compassionate for other people. And I feel like at the beginning of quarantine, I obviously that everybody was really scared. It, no one knew what was going on. And I feel like there was a, a, there was a sense of like community in the beginning. And then of course, with everything going on in the world, people started to turn on each other. And I hope that maybe I, I feel a little bit more now that sense of community is kind of coming back a little bit more and like mm-hmm. people are having more compassion for each other. But I don't know. I feel like this year b- between talking to friends and family and things, everyone's been going through so many things that are not even COVID related. Of course, COVID has been such a big, 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 big thing and it's an awful thing that people are going through and I feel so blessed I thank God every single day that no one in my family none of my friends have gone through have been diagnosed yet Mm -hmm. but it's such a scary thing and I feel like when I remember that I have a little bit more compassion for people and what they're going through and you, you know that everybody individually is going through something it might be small it might be big but then it ties back into the whole thing of like your feelings are valid Mm -hmm. because I feel like throughout quarantine there were times where I was going through it and I would let myself go through that because Mm -hmm. of course you know it was a scary time and again like we didn't know what was going on but then what gave me that sense of reality and like keeping that reality is knowing bitch there are so many people going through it five million times more even like two times more Mm -hmm. and like I have to be so grateful that like what I'm going through is so minuscule Mm -hmm. but also understand that I'm allowed to feel Mm -hmm. whatever I'm feeling that is something else that I wrote down too. jumping off of that was that like everyone not only is everyone just going through shit like there's everyone's dealing with COVID. I feel like everyone's also dealing with things on top of that because COVID has just made this magnifying glass on everything that like, you know, a breakup in normal life is huge. A breakup in COVID is even huger. Like some of my friends who have dealt with breakups thinking about how they like were essentially like living with this person, quarantining with them for like a hundred days straight. And then they go through a breakup. It's like so different, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, We have a friend that went through a breakup mid quarantine and he was saying how 
he felt like, you know, in the initial first Mm -hmm. couple months, it's like everyone was alone and trying to figure out how to function. He was feeling that, but it was months and months later after everyone had gone through it already, which was such an interesting thing to hear. But I can't imagine how isolating that must have felt to do it later on and alone. Yeah. um, But going off of even what you said, the next thing I have written down is everything is relative. That's something I've learned this year. One person's struggles with something can be completely different than someone else's. One person's breakup could feel like nothing. If someone is going through a breakup, they're like, oh, yeah, I had a breakup in COVID. And if someone else, let's say this was their like first love breakup and they go through a breakup just because one person's like, oh, I I went through a, a breakup in COVID. It's not that hard. The other person who also is going through a breakup in COVID, that could be such a detrimental the one of their lowest lows yeah yes and I think realizing that things are relative and things aren't the same for everyone so when someone says that they struggle with anxiety not to quickly be like oh like I do too you know like realizing that every everything hits someone differently another example of everyone just going through something and you not knowing I think I've realized a lot this year that your words mean a lot your actions mean a lot for instance, wearing a mask (laughs) or even things that you say, you don't know what someone's going through. For instance, this happened like a few months ago. I was FaceTiming a friend and they were with someone and my friend was like, oh my God, you just got a car. I can't wait to like drive in it. And I was like, yeah, ha ha ha. Because we had just been talking about how we only see each other at like events or parties and normal life. And usually we're like drunk or drinking or something like that. And I was like, yeah, ha ha ha, sober. And of course I knew what I meant by that. And I wasn't trying to be like, weird little did I know my her friend was struggling um with alcoholism and had been in rehab so he had been sober for like a year and I was sitting there I was like afterwards she had told me and I was like I feel so bad like I had no idea obviously I had no idea and he probably knows that but realizing even though that's a funny joke like it's not that funny and of course if you wouldn't say that I don't know like that made me even do a reality check of being like holy shit like that that's not funny like and how hard even like I don't know like that was just a moment for me and again realizing everyone's dealing with something you know what no matter even you may not think someone who overhears something you say is dealing with something but like you never know anyways the next one I have is real ass friends (laughs) that's all I put (laughs) I've gotten so much closer to I mean we've always been close I feel like you, you like we're the same we're the the same but better but like specifically ollie and tk obviously tk moved in um so i got to see a different our friendship really like got stronger there um (laughs) the room like taryn and ash too just like i feel like we really bonded this house just like oof like there were some dark days (laughs) um and then ollie was someone who i remember thinking you're always checking up on me I need to check up on you more because you're the one who's living by themselves and a pandemic. And it like, I have a support system here in my house and like him texting me would make my day so much. And I, I don't know. I just feel like our friendship really, really got so much closer this year. I feel like with a lot of the friendships in general, taking out the, the, Oh my God. Hi, how are you doing? And just cutting, cutting to the, are you okay? Yeah. Do you need anything? I will drive there. I will drop something off. You dropping off the banana bread was literally 
the one of the actual like most meaningful things ever of my life like like <laughs> that was so small but like I think that's what I've learned this year is like when it comes to these deep friendships it's not necessarily sitting and talking for six hours it's the small things yeah like the small little things that like when you needed it most moments yeah and I'm just so thankful for that but yeah I think I really this year of course we had the excuse of COVID anyway because we don't want to see people during a pandemic I agree with that like it's so funny because Asian Girl Squad Lauren, Mia, Tiff and I, we used to live within like a block of each other, like in a square of Mm -hmm. downtown. We'd see each other like every single weekend or not even like multiple times a week all the time. We were close, of course. And then as years go on, you like drift, you come back, whatever. we, We keep saying that this year is the closest we've ever been solely because... It's genuine. It's it's like we care about each other. It's checking in on each other. It's like we don't even see each other. I haven't seen them in so long. But it's like just checking up making sure they're okay obviously being also in like relationships during a pandemic yeah. it's it's hard oh it's I really hard imagine. and so just being there like a sounding board of like am I being crazy like yeah is it am I is should I should I do this how should I react da, da, da. like having that support system there makes it so much stronger and so much more genuine mm-hmm. than just like oh like let's go to a movie let's do this like yeah. let's even like taking and then vlog out, like cute haha we're, exa- we're cute we're, we're having so much fun we're friends yeah I think even, I mean you and I are fine but taking out the like aspect of like partying yeah and like oh like let's go do you guys want to do lunch do you guys want to do like taking out that and just like having genuine quality time with people that you trust or that are being safe exactly you can go to the movies with anyone it's easy you don't talk you watch a movie but when it comes to a backyard social distance hang you only do that with people who you genuinely are like oh my god I want to talk to you like I want let's have a conversation let's like not just mentally be drunk. stimulating. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm, I am grateful for that. But essentially, I've, I've really learned a lot about real friends and just seeing who's checked up on me throughout the year, and it makes me realize, like, holy shit, like, you're a real one. I think also something that I learned is to set boundaries, especially with the political climate of this year, and also you know, people's stances on certain things that were just going on and also like how safe they're being with COVID. Yeah. Like, I don't think there is a problem with putting up a boundary of like, hey, I'm going to put you in this kind of category of like, we're not as close as I thought that we were. Or uh-huh. We're not as close as we once were because, you know, if someone's not taking the pandemic seriously, I have no problem with not seeing them anymore yeah. until everything is cleared up again or, or you traveling know, like crazy. Exactly. Or, whatever, yeah. or like their political views, things like that. I think that it is completely fine to put that boundary up for yourself. I think that's more of a respect to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've had I struggle with it definitely a bit in in the midst of everything. But I think now I kind of see a little bit clearer. I don't think it's being mean. I think it's just putting yourself first. I completely agree with boundaries. I think that's something that we're all learning and it's hard. Um, Even boundaries, there was definitely a time. um, I feel like there's been from the beginning of the year with the fires in Australia to um, the election and all of this pressure of people wanting me to be a, a spokesperson for everything because we have followings has been something that <gasps> I wrote this down too. Oh, you did? Yes. I, this is such a great conversation. And I, I think I was even at a few points getting so overwhelmed because I was like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. Like I need to post this. I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to share this link. I need to donate to this and I need to do this and da, 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 da. And it's kind of like that weird line between doing it because you 
genuinely, genuinely want, to want to in becoming like a performance activist, which is like the worst thing no, I feel like. And that is something that I really struggled with. And I think I've gotten pretty good by the end of this year with I want to post things and causes and share things that I'm genuinely passionate about and I really want to. But it's really hard when you have, you know, all it takes is one comment of someone being like, wow, like you are clearly fake. Like you're not posting about this enough. You need to post this. Like, wow, it clearly shows like what side you were on or blah, 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 blah. Or, or God forbid I post something that says wear a mask. Then you get a whole bunch of other people being like, oh my God, that means blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I just want to post like what I want to post and be proud of that. And then also I don't want to be a fake activist only posting things when I'm supposed to. I want to I want to post things and and live by that. And I think a huge thing, too, is nothing happens overnight. You know, I feel like I've learned so much this year from Black Lives Matter to the election to just even I mean, in other elections, I never really cared to read much about the smaller things you vote for, you know. And this year I was actually reading a lot and I was like, oh, my God, like there's so much more. And at the same time, I'm not a professional and I want to own that. But I also want to own finding that boundary of knowing I'm not a professional, but also my rights to be educated, Mm. if that makes sense. And I think that's a weird boundary and having a whole millions of people looking to you saying you have to post this where I'm like, wait, but then I'm posting what you would post. I need to post what I believe in, what I think. And that's a that's a weird line and weird boundary. But I, I think I've gotten pretty good at doing that self-check of, hey, am I posting this because I'm being told to or am I posting this to be on the right side? That's the thing. I feel like sometimes I feel pressured to immediately post something really quickly, but something that I've learned just throughout the year is like I anything that I post, I want to do research on. Yes. I want to research. I want to know what I'm talking about. I want to be educated about what I'm speaking about. And I want to genuinely feel that mm-hmm. and care about that to then speak out about it because we do have a platform. And I'm glad that you and I as influencers feel the need to speak up about certain issues. But I just hate when people shame you into doing it or make you feel a certain way. Or if you do say something, then it causes this big stir of things that you didn't even necessarily want. You just wanted to say. But I think like we both know that it, it comes with the territory of having a platform and then speaking about things that are a little more taboo. Mm -hmm. But at least when we do speak, we have done our research. We do care and we will stand by what we say. Yeah. So that, you know, those little comments and things don't matter at all. Yeah. So I, it took me a little while to get to that point because also like there's so many articles that I read this year about how influencers have never necessarily needed to speak up about things like politics and issues like the yeah. Black Lives Matter movement and things like that. Of course, we felt so compelled to do so this year because it is so important now to do so. And I wish I had done more in the past. I do but too. That's okay. Like we, we, we now know we'll move forward. We're going to do it from now on moving forward. And we feel so passionately about it now. Um, but, and this is something else that I feel like I've really learned this year too. It all comes down to your heart. It really comes down to your motives. What's the point of a billionaire donate, donating all this money to this like orphanage, let's say, if the only reason they're doing it is for their own status and it's not because they actually care about like granted, obviously that's still awesome that they have all that money, but it really comes down to not doing it for a show, not doing it for a performance, like not doing it to be like, I'm such a great person. I donated a hundred thousand dollars to this charity. It's like, no, like I want to be that person who donates $10 because that's all I have. But that's 
that means so much more. Does that make sense? Like I would, I like, that's something I really struggle with. And I always go back and forth because obviously in the end it's still, but like, like the performance thing. And I think that's something that's, that's really hard. And I think I will say too, like I've, Oh, I feel like I've learned so much. I noticed myself getting into that influencer privileged bubble top of this year. Mm. I think there were plenty of, even when COVID first broke out, I was like, oh my God, like I feel so blessed. I have like so much like P- I have shampoo and PR and all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. And, and I, I now looking back, I can see how I was on this, the start of that. Like Alicia, <laughs> you're in your own little bubble here. You know what I mean? And I think without a lot of these things happening, it wouldn't have put me in, in check too. And I would even say, I don't even think I was like, that far in my own reality bubble but I I saw me being on the start floating away in a little bubble of like my influencer <laughs> life you know cloud. I'm just over here cleaning my closet and tie-dyeing oh, and, and banana muffin whatever vlogs I was doing and realizing that there's some shit going on and I I you know I I hope I don't get where I was again and I don't even think I was bad to be honest I, I genuinely don't but now look, I don't know. I, I think I've, I've been seeing things differently, even getting, you know, a brand deal that could be someone's salary, for instance, and realizing like, holy shit, what, like what, I don't know. I think we were just, we, we still do too, because we've, we haven't gone through it. It's one thing to be able to, we've, we've understand a little more now. We understand a little bit, yeah. but we, we won't, we have not gone through it. So no. we can't speak like we've gone through it, but we were truly living in it with the idea of ignorance is bliss. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. And like, I agree with that. Like making the, like, especially just having so much excess of everything and like hauls of things that we don't wear and like all these sorts of things. Like I, I'm not proud that that's sort of what my content has become. I think what's hard, and this is a conversation. What's hard about that boundary, that line that we're talking about is, and I, I don't regret all the most of the content I made in the beginning of COVID, I knew I was like, I want this to be someone's escape. I want this to be entertainment. Yes. I want someone to watch this and forget about all of the problems in the world because I need that right now. And, you know, when you have hundreds of people saying like, no, 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 I want to see a haul. Like that's like, you know, they feel safe watching that because that's what we've always uploaded for literally years. Yeah. And they, you know, but then at the same time, you're right. We are sitting here being like, wait, I'm making banana bread. And like, I feel like I'm not like contributing to anything bigger. And again, I think something I've learned this year is it doesn't mean you have to be this like all or again, Alicia back with the all or nothing (laughs) thing. You can still upload a haul and, and oh my God, like when you did that tie dye, Mm -hmm. you did that whole video about like tie dye. And then you ended up donating everything that you sold on that. Like, I think there's cool ways to incorporate it. Like live it. Don't like, don't make one. I don't know. Does that make any sense? No, I agree. I think that I, I know how you feel about the, the being the source of entertainment. Yeah. And then even when, you know, there were times where I would speak up about political issues and I would even try and make it light and, and funny still just to, you know, express and maybe you know like that one little joke will like make a a few other people kind of start thinking and you know just just pondering about politics in general and then I get comments like I don't come here for politics yeah I don't come here exactly like why don't know what you're talking about blah 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 I think that's something Ooh, that's something too that for instance um I uploaded a video for small businesses and then I did another one for um black owned businesses a hall and on that video, I, they're literally, I'm sure I could screenshot right now, two comments next to each other 
one saying shut up about this one person saying thank you so much for speaking about this and i think that's the epitome i just got chills that's the side the side that a lot of people don't see is like what's it like ha- like like that's so weird that's crazy you know what i mean like Sorry, I'm rambling. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I agree. But that ties back into the thing of like you need it. Yes. You've decided like you are ready to speak about something. You feel so passionately about supporting black owned businesses. You're going to make this video. You don't care what people say. Same and, with me talking about just like even random things about politics. It's like, no, I know where I stand. Yeah. So I'm going to say that if you don't agree with me, then that's your sort of own thing. I don't want to say that's your problem because it's not their problem. It's just like, that's their own thing. Yeah. We don't align on that. If you don't agree with me, you don't have to watch my content. Yeah. I know what I believe and I'm going to say it. Even if it's in a lighthearted joking where I'm sitting down, I'm saying like, please vote for this person. I believe in this, 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 this. Like, you know, yeah. I'm still, I'm saying something and that's where it's like that weird line. But it's so weird. And I think that's like a everyday continual check in with yourself of like, okay, why am I doing this? And that goes for anything. Something as big as who you're voting for, for president <laughs> or like something as small as giving flowers to your girlfriend and they're like, oh, like, wait, am I doing this for the vlog or am I doing this for, <laughs> she always I always say YouTuber, that one. Man. I agree. I think, I think in time, it's just like us finding our own. It's it's hard to find your own views on your own as it is. It takes time. And to find your voice and then also to do it online, like to share it online at the yeah. same time. It makes it a little bit like more layered. But I think as time goes on, we become more confident in ourselves and our views. Yeah. It's going to be easier to share. And also it's becoming more accepted to, for influencers and things. You have yeah. to share. You yeah. literally have to. Yeah. So I, I like the way that it's going. And it's made me realize a lot and educate myself more. And I think it was a really good thing. All right, let's just get into a few things that we've learned about ourselves. First up, tying back to my 2020 resolutions, I have truly learned how to communicate better this year. I would say you're doing great, sweetie. Thank you. And like, <laughs> like we both needed to, but like you've done extra well. Really? Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, actually, I should read the Cal text. I asked Cal when we were sitting here and writing our things down because I wanted to know, obviously living with someone, I haven't lived with a roommate, a single roommate ever in my entire life. Roommate my boyfriend but mm-hmm. we are roommates yeah you're roommates and so like you know I've lived with like my college sorority sisters obviously living at home it's like you know you got a, a few people there living with only one person has been crazy because everything comes down onto just us you can't blame anyone everything. else exactly <laughs> so I wanted to just know from his perspective obviously living together we started living together in March so we've been together living together for nine months now it's like hey just wondering, can you think of anything that I've gotten better at in 2020 traits or anything else that you've noticed? And he said, self-assurance, being open about yourself and how you feel and somehow even better at being nice to people, which I didn't know could be possible. That was so nice. But I do think like living with him has made me be able to communicate better Mm -hmm. because big issues do come up, obviously Mm -hmm. with living with a significant other and just living with someone and in a pandemic. And it's kind of forced me to learn how to talk about things and thinking about how I would handle a problem now versus how I would have handled the problem in March. Mm. World's different. Oh my God, I love that. World's different. I still have obviously so much to go, but I think that I've been able just to kind of put, I've always been bad at putting how I feel into words. Mm. Maybe it's the Aquarius in me. But now I feel like I'm able to really sit down and, talk with myself and figure out what it is to then go to Cal or you or Ollie, whoever it is, my mom, and 
then be able to express into words. And then by that time too, then you're like, I'm fine. I've like, I've done the work. I just want to let you know yeah. versus like when someone before, if someone were to come up to me and talk to me about a problem, I wouldn't have even thought about it within myself yet. I, th- I think that maturity that you're talking about oh, is maturity. Mature <laughs> is instead of being instead of focusing on someone's actions, focusing on the reason why, you know, instead of yes. you being like, yes. you make me mad. I want I want to yell at you. You think of, whoa, why do I want to do that? Yeah. Or why am I upset? Why am I upset? Why do Let's I check yell? in. Is yeah. A problem within myself. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like this is common in your mid 20s because, you know, you've gone through some friendship breakups and then you're like, wait, this is a me problem. Or you're like, wait. Obviously, I can't just like leave everyone that pisses blame. me yeah, off. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, wait, this takes like work. I have to figure out what, you know? That's so true. And I think that's something that most people learn probably around our age of like, okay, wait, well, I don't want to just like, I actually care about them. You know what I mean? Like, I want to work it out. Like, yeah. I want to fix it. And I think like our friendship, there's so many times where most, we haven't even had like fights. And I think it's mostly because anytime we bring up an issue where it's like, Hey, you hurt my feelings or like, Hey, this bothered me. I'm saying it cause I care about you and I love you and I don't want to build resentment. Like yes. that is my favorite thing. And I think I always, always have appreciated anytime you voice anything. And for that reason, I'm th- I'm like, yeah, like you've done great this year, like better than me. <laughs> no. I think I've gotten good at, I've gotten, I'm still bad at bringing shit up. Like when I'm like, hi, like, hi, <laughs> hi. but hey. I, I do feel better when I speak about things or I think you've done great. Really? I mean, thinking of a few instances, you've, had, like, you've had a lot of things thrown at you this year. Me crying during our tooth or drink because you're so strong, <laughs> but you know, you've done it. You've passed with flying colors for sure. Oh my God. Well, thank you. Also something I want to do a whole video on this. Do you remember, do you know what, my first video that I uploaded this year? Wait, can I just interject very quickly? Yeah. Um, this reminds me of our old episodes where we just compliment each other for the entire like hour. You're like so you're so brave. nice. You're so pretty. <laughs> Your middle okay. part. Okay, first first video of the year. The um, first video that I uploaded this year on my main channel. It was called I don't give a fuck or like I yes, I'm done giving yes. I'm done caring what people that think of me. This year. That was the top of this. That year. thumbnail, I remember your was hair like, was yeah. Oh my blonde. god. And I was saying how that I want to be unapologetically god. myself and I'm tired and I I had a moment I was like the last video I uploaded was ranking TikTokers YouTube channels. I'm like comparing those two videos alone, not only the hair glow up, can we talk about it? <laughs> like I'm a different person yeah. and I think I've truly it's still very hard but learning to not give people's opinions so much power has been something I've really learned this year and am and am still learning um but I'm, I'm really proud of myself I I like I have something written down that's similar to that is that I this year hate comments don't affect me nearly as much as they do no and sorry no 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 go ahead I I noticed because obviously you dating Cal um I feel like we've talked about like, oh yeah, this person said blah, blah, blah. And like, I could see him being like, oh, like frustrated with it yeah. or being like, why do you care? Like, don't like respond or whatever. And you're like, oh no, it's funny. I just want to respond. Or even TK and Taryn start re- restarting their channels and seeing how hate has like affected them a little bit and how different it is from like me or you. And yeah. I'm like, whoa, like 
you, that's one of those things you don't realize how far you come until you look back completely because to you you're like completely. oh it's just they just said i'm stupid and then like it's, it's cute seeing cal get like protective over you or like being upset about it and you're like huh it's fine like no, i'm it's used funny to it now, yeah but i think that comes from a sense of being really confident in myself yes and like same with you of yes just being unapologetically yourself it's like that that mentality of like if they don't like me that's okay yeah like that's totally fine they can say what they want and then it also feeds back into the everything is everybody's going through something yes and we've said this so many times i don't want to sound like a broken record but no one will go onto a video and hit, leave a hate comment if they're really happy with their lives no they are going through something it could be something small it could be something big but they their escape and what makes them feel better is leaving that little jab to maybe hurt someone else yeah to make someone else you know feel what they're feeling or whatever it may be mm-hmm. maybe they just really don't like you that's okay yeah. too but when you're confident in yourself, then you're like, oh, they just don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's okay. That's totally fine. No, completely. And so that's been, I never thought I would get here with hate comments because they used to literally. Oh, even uh, I would be oh like, Graham, you're fine. I promise. Oh like, my God. Who cares? For, like for months, for months and months, it would stick with me. Ugh. And I think it's just because I was really down on myself. Yeah. Now I'm like so, so much happier and so much. I, I don't even like read comms. As well, much you don't just need my own that thing. praise anymore that too cal made a good point one day when i was saying about something about a hate comment he was like reading comments in general is just bad because you're just reading praise until something bad happens yeah something like knocks you down i was like oh my god i've never thought of it that way that's why even the you're amazing you're amazing that's like being surrounded by yes people Mm, that's like when you're around yes people they're like you're so good you're so good you deserve a record deal then you then you come to la (laughs) and everyone's like bitch you can't sing for shit (laughs) like it's it's bad So yeah, I agree with that. But um, wow. Oh my God. Do you have anything else on your list? Um, I just wrote, I don't need a party to have fun. I mean, <gasps> I think we both can relate yes. to that. Yeah. Which like, don't regret the party days. So much fun. But, and like, you know, I, I've definitely stopped drinking nearly as much oh, yeah. as I used to because we'd go out every weekend. We'd have fun. And like, oh, it's yeah. a fun social thing to do. It's a normal thing to do in your mid twenties. And no one should shame me for that. But, you know, now I'll have like a couple glasses of wine here and there, a couple drinks here and there when we're doing karaoke once and yeah. a, a once in, every few months. And I'm totally fine with it. I feel yeah. like I've been able to get past that phase and oh, I can yeah. still have fun. And even like I love how many games we've played this year, like card yeah. games or it's like wait, this is fun, you know? Like, I why? like staying in. I, like, I know. <laughs> Less money on Uber. Literally. Um, I have another deep one real quick, yes. but it's an obvious one that, you know, I've learned that mental health just needs to be completely normalized. And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm happy to help the cause in the sense of being really open with it all. Um, oh, I feel like I've learned a lot about myself this year. Um, just in that regard, and that can be a whole other podcast episode sometime, but, um, I think getting slightly preachy, which just, I have to, because I literally could not have gotten this year, like gotten through this year without God, like praying, like, holy shit. Like I'm, I literally, I'm (laughs) the nights I've literally laid here in this bed, just like staring at the ceiling, like crying, like that and Zoloft. God and Zoloft. That's all I needed this year. <laughs> That's your new merch. That's my God and Zoloft. Oh my God. Aww. Literally like there was at, at, at one point I just remember thinking if I can get through today, I'm good. Like it was just a day. At a, if we can take today at each day at a time, like I couldn't even think about the next day. Like it was just like, I, 
Like, I'm like, okay, God, here I am. <laughs> hey there, God, uh, it's me, you, Alicia. Hi, me again. I know I just <laughs> talked to you two seconds ago, but like, Aww. can you just like, I'm, I'm trusting you. Um, so yeah, definitely. Like that's been a, a huge one for me. Um, and, and yeah, and med- and medication's been, been great overall for me. And I think that's something that, um, I was really nervous to get into. And I think that even again, just realizing like the amount of friends that I had reach out to me about medication in general, I was shocked. I was so shocked at how many of my close friends had also been on medication at some point for whatever reason. And even that I was like, wow, how come it's taken me this year to realize that? Like, I wish I asked more questions about you and like, like, like why, like it's, it was so weird. It felt like this taboo thing. And I, um, I just want to be so open about it. And it's been really cool being able to help other friends who've had questions for me. And it's been cool to like teach them about things that I wish I knew before starting medication in any way, the same way that Lauren helped me when I had questions or whatever. And it's just this ripple effect. And, and yeah, that's been a a huge, huge thing for me. I think like you and Lauren and other influencers being so open about it. I'm sure there's so many people who have watched your videos and are like, Oh my God, I have anxiety. Like they didn't Oof. even know. I, That's amazing. Literally the other day I thought about it and I was like, holy shit. I remember being in like middle school and now knowing what it feels like. I'm like, damn, I had no chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Uran one. Ow. <laughs> I miss him. Um, but anyways, I feel like we've learned a lot this year. I feel like I could go on for another hour talking about other things. Um, family and friends are way more important than like an influencer trip anywhere. Oh, completely. I think that, you know, not even being able to like see family members, um, you know, because of COVID and stuff made you realize like, holy shit, like all I want to do is hug you, you know? Yeah. Um, so I feel like there's just a lot that we've learned this year. Even, even I feel like before pre COVID Alicia would say, oh my God, I'm going to be in LA forever because like, this is where I'm meant to be and work and blah, 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 blah. And even now I'm like, honestly, if I need to move to some other place, like I could do it. Like Nebraska, could, here I, we come. Nebraska, I'm coming for you. Like, like if that's ever a thing in life, you know, if that ever needs to happen, like then it'll happen. I think when you have the pillars and your pillars are strong of like your family, your friends, you can be anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. And we're so lucky that we've had jobs yeah. throughout everything going on. We've had a very stable career still going and we're so grateful and thankful every single day for that. Yeah. Every day she and I are like, holy shit, we're so lucky that we get to do this and that we have been able to keep doing it throughout everything going on and we're so grateful. And I don't know. I think this year was just a very a learning experience. Mm-hmm. It was eye-opening and again, we feel so blessed and grateful to be where we are and that you guys are still listening to this podcast and after two years. us, you guys. Um, <sighs> I feel like this is the perfect note to say, be silly. <laughs> Keep it going. Keep be it going. yourself and be you. Be no, no, no. Be you. Be be silly. Be you. Be, you. be, be yourself. yourself. We'll catch you guys next year. You, that's, sorry, that was Remy's prank on me. You have to go watch her vlogmas. <laughs> anyway, watch it. if you know, you know. Thank you so much for listening to Pretty Basic. Don't forget to subscribe and send this to a friend. And we will see you guys season three. Pretty Basic rebrand coming. Things are um, coming. Things are coming. Studios coming. You get to see my ugly face with no makeup every week. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.